The Bible is more than a story. It's history. It's God's history. And today on Rooted Daily, we're looking at the evidence for the Exodus and how God shaped history to set his people free. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where we're rooting ourselves in the Bible so we can grow with God a little more every day. I'm Brandon Levy, and the story of the Exodus is not just a story. It doesn't just have characters, it doesn't just have a plot. It was an event with historical people involved. And there's a plot only because God used the Exodus as part of his larger story in the Bible. We should not read Exodus just like a moral lesson. It is history. We can hold the book of Exodus up against other historical resources and know that the events it describes are true. For instance, there's a relief found in a tomb that shows Hebrew people came to Egypt around 4,000 years ago. A papyrus mentions a wealthy Egyptian whose 77 slaves includes 48 Israelites. So God's people were there in Egypt and they were slaves. That isn't just a story, it's true. There's even a record of them making bricks by quota. A leather scroll dating to the time of Ramses II describes a close account of brick making, apparently by enslaved prisoners of the wars in Canaan and Syria, which sounds a whole lot like the biblical account. The scroll describes 40 taskmasters, each with a daily target uh, of 2,000 bricks, and that could be right out of Exodus chapter 5, verse 6. Another tomb from around 1450 BC shows four enslaved making bricks for a workshop in a temple at Karnak and Thebes and for a building ramp as well. Other Egyptian papyruses discuss using straw in mud bricks, uh, just like Exodus chapter 5 verse 7 mentions. We also know from another papyrus that as slaves, God's people were treated cruelly. It tells how two workers fled their taskmaster because he beat them. And if there's still any doubt that these are the descendants of Jacob living in Egypt right at the time that the Bible says the Exodus happened, the papyrus Anastasi 6 from around 3,200 years ago describes how the Egyptian authorities allowed a group of Hebrew nomads from Edom who worshiped Yahweh to pass through to water their livestock. The Israelites, they're not characters. They are real people, real people in history. What about the plagues? Maybe that's a harder pill to swallow. Sure, these people existed, but could God really intervene so dramatically in human history? A papyrus dating to the 13th century BC, although uh, the original is believed to be much older, uh, it's called the Admonitions of the Egyptian Sage, is an incomplete work, but it portrays a devastated Egypt haunted by plagues and droughts and violent uprisings culminating in the escape of slaves with Egypt's wealth. Now, it's a little surprising that we have that because it wasn't the practice of the pharaohs to advertise their failures on temple walls for all to see. When you see Thutmose III come to power, he tried to obliterate the memory of his predecessor, who was thought to be the princess who pulled Moses from the Nile. Her inscriptions were erased, her obelisks surrounded um, by a wall, her monuments were forgotten, her name doesn't appear in later records. He tried to stamp out her memory. Again, 
these are not just part of a storyline. These are events that happened. Divers searching the underwater expanse of the Red Sea found chariot wheels encrusted with coral and chariot bodies as well as human and horse bones. And the wreckage continues all the way to the Saudi coastline. And I'm going to leave some resources to see all this in the description of this episode because I'm not the one to make this case effectively. Uh, I'll leave it up to the experts when it goes beyond what the Bible has to tell us. But I'll admit this stuff is, is it's just remarkable. And you can follow this evidence forward through the years to confirm the Bible's not just a story, but a history book. The fact that Israel occupied Palestine for over a thousand years and uh, were there when the Romans arrived and set up monarchs over them. That alone is enough to prove that they migrated to the land of Canaan, just like the Bible describes. And as we read through the Bible, we should know it's not just a moral story. It's not myth. There are a lot of groups that, that use myths to share their culture. There's nothing really wrong with that. It's effective. And the Bible sometimes uses hyperbole and metaphor to pass down themes too. But the difference is in stories like this, like the Exodus, the Bible reads pretty plainly here. It is specific. It cites other current events, all to show that it isn't an exaggeration. It isn't just a myth. This happened. God shaped history according to his purposes. How, how incredible is that? It goes to show that God not only loves us enough to act like this to rescue us, but he is actually powerful enough to do it. If the Exodus story were just a myth, we might learn something about the character of God, but we'd still be in a whole lot of trouble when the king decides to crack down on his slaves, when we're targets of genocide, when we're trapped between an army and a sea. If the Exodus were a myth, then what hope would we have? But because the Exodus happened, it really happened in history, we know who we can trust. God is in control. And this historical evidence could never convince us of that fully. It's not intended to. You know, we have it. It can bolster our faith. But I don't think it often creates faith. No, what really creates faith is not seeing the evidence of God's work in the Exodus. It's seeing the evidence of God's work in our own lives. That's what creates faith. That's what created faith in Moses' life. He had trouble believing the evidence of the past, God and the burning bush, even though Yahweh worked powerfully in the lives of his ancestors. He didn't understand that evidence. It didn't create faith in him. The Israelites had trouble believing Moses. Even though Moses had seen God perform miracle after miracle, it wasn't real for them yet. No, they didn't figure it out until after plague after plague that attacked Egypt, it passed over Israel. They, they didn't figure it out until they were walking out of the country. They didn't figure it out until they were caught between an army and a sea, and God split the water. Yeah, history is great. And learning about the historical evidence can help us grow in our faith. But to help others find faith, events like the Exodus are told to us as stories to show us what God is still doing today. God is still rescuing his people. And if we want to inspire faith and the people we love around us, that's what we need to show them. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. 
Thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.